All right, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2022 and happy Friday. I am super pumped to kick <laughs> off the year with my friend, Wendy. Hi. Um, Wendy is the CEO and founder of Genie Notary, and I've been uh, following you, uh, Wendy, for a, a bit of time. And I think we ran into each other at the MBA and in October, and your story is awesome. I'm super excited to dig in, so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so as you um, know, these are pretty casual conversations. <coughs> of course, we want to, <coughs> excuse me, with this cough, part of the... Uh, COVID. This is how you know it's a, the, the date is real, because I'm, I'm fighting through the, uh, the tail end of the, uh, the, the, the COVID thing. Um, we, we like to learn about, you know, interesting people, and certainly your story is awesome, and interesting companies, and, and I'm super excited to kind of to dive into both. So without further ado, let's start by talking about um, the company, Yeah. you know, what you do, how you do it, what your secret sauce is, and, and how you're kind of uh, tackling this, uh, this industry. Yeah. So, Brian, thank you again for inviting me. Uh, I I was following you, too. I was professionally stalking you. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's good. It's good. So my name is Wendy. I am the founder and CEO of Ginny Notary, Inc. So we are a nationwide loan signing service. So we have over 70,000 signing agents nationwide. We also do uh, attorney closings, notary closings. We also do uh, online uh, full run, which is uh, remote online notarization closings. And so we do closings and we only require one hour notice. So because uh, Ginny Notary Inc. is a woman-owned small business, uh, over 85% of our uh, signing agents are women and minorities. Uh, anyone who knows my story knows that I, you know, I'm 31, and so a couple of years ago, I wanted to become a police officer, and so I was on that route. I was, I got my master's degree in criminal justice. I uh, was a full-time EMT. I was working as a, uh, uh, as a, uh, campus police officer and I loved the job. It was very, it was very strenuous. It's very physical job. It's very labor intensive. And so I was working crazy, crazy hours and, um, and I loved it, but you know, growing up, I always saw my mom work, my mother, like, so I, I named my company Jeannie Notary because my mother's name is Jeannie. And so, yeah, I saw that. That's so cool. So when she, so my mom passed away when I was 22 and that was back in 2013. And my mom, you know, my father died and I was like one and a half. And she worked, she worked, she worked. And growing up, you know, after her passing, I just, I personally never wanted to just work, work, work. And then 46 and die, you know. Um, and, you know, she was diagnosed with... Uh, lung cancer. She never smoked, secondhand smoking. Uh, we, I always say, we always knew mom was sick. We always like, she always coughed. She always, you know, something was always up, but we, she never went to the hospital just because we never had health insurance. You know, she had six yeah. kids on her own immigrant came to America. And so she, we couldn't afford health care. And so it wasn't until things got worse she went to the hospital and she was diagnosed with you know stage four lung cancer and they gave her uh 12 months to live and she died nine months later so i you know i never wanted 
to just work, 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 have kids, and then not enjoy seeing my kids grow up, you know? And so I decided after I got my master's in criminal justice, I said, you know what? I'm not happy. The job was great, but it was just, it was a lot. And I just saw myself on the same path as my mother. And so I personally wanted to do something. I have so many people in my life who hate their job. I have friends, I have family, people who just get up in the morning and it's just like, I want to quit or I want to change jobs and never do anything about it, you know? And I did not want to wake up one day and be, you know, and, and be 40, 50, 60 and hate my job and hate my life. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And so like, a year after I got my, my master's, <laughs> doubled my debt, <laughs> I changed careers. So I went from, you know, first responder to real estate, you know, um, and, and that's how it started. And I, I always tell people, you know, they're like, Wendy, what do you do exactly? Like, oh, you do no services. I'm like, yeah, I, like this business, you know, going out and to close loans, people don't really think about it. Like, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but in the whole real estate world, I don't think people understand the need for us. And I don't, right. you know, like everyone <laughs> talks about loan officers and, and mortgages and, and there's so many different aspects of real estate, but I don't think people really like at the end of the day, if you don't have someone to close that loan, it doesn't go through. Yeah. Right. And well, you know, what's interesting is if, in my particular case, I've my last three mortgages, all they're all refinances, granted. Yep. But I never saw the loan officer. Yep. Right. Talked to the person briefly. Most everything was done online. Yep. Um, and the only person that I saw face to face in my home at my table, yep. taking me through the documents was was the the, the notary, the the person that they was sent to close the loan. Yeah. And the my takeaway was, man, that's, and I've been in this business for a long time, uh, almost 30 years. The takeaway was everything, you could do everything perfect at the mortgage company and and then hand this off to someone that you don't know. It's going to go into someone's home and and do docs and they could all fall apart or, or that could be the experience. And so it's a, it's a very important part of the process. It, it, it is. And I don't, I don't think people, you know, really understand. And sometimes when you are in rural areas, you know, like, for example, um, if, if you are in, you know, you know like so, so I live in Massachusetts, right? And I'm back and forth, but I live in Massachusetts and we have, uh, we have, you know, Nantucket, you know, we have Northern's Vineyard, right? Yeah. You can't really find a notary in these areas. <laughs> We're there, but. <laughs> and and I don't think people really understand. Like sometimes, you know, you have to go catch a flight to 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 meet the client, you know, in Alaska, yeah. or you have to go get on a boat to go meet the client. That loan won't get, will not get closed unless the lender approve, you know, full run. And a lot of times they don't, you know. Right. And so and so, I love what I do. I I I'm like I wish someone who told me about this whole real estate about you know opening my own business years ago and i don't think i would have been in so much debt you know but <laughs> but i feel like 
I feel like what we do is really important and and I never want to step on the toes of, you know, attorneys, they hate us, right? Um, yeah. I never want to step on the toes of the attorney. I always say, hey, Jeannie Notary Inc. is here to support you, you know? If you can't go two, three, you know, four hours away, I have an agent who will, who can, right. snow, rain, or hail will be there, you know? And, and so, and so... That's how I kind of got into the whole notary thing, the whole opening the company. Um, I just, you know, my job was just very, was just, you know, when COVID hit as an EMT, you know, I work 13, 13, 13 hour days, you know. Um, you know, when you see a patient, you know, cardiac arrest, you go and you just, it's you and your partner. If it's raining outside, if it's snowing outside, you're it, you know. You, yeah, know, and yeah, you, yeah. you go and you see a baby and it's like the baby's you know, blue, you're it, you know, uh, uh, you take pictures, dialysis, if something happens, it's you, you know? And so, and so it's, it's a great, great career, but the money that I was making, you know, as a first response yeah. compared to that of, in real estate, there's no comparison, you know? So, so when you, when you, there's such an interesting, uh, pivot, right? Cause you, you, got your master's and you were headed down a path. And so what was it that, what, what was it that triggered the idea around real estate? Was it people that you knew that were in it? How did you kind of make that, that pivot? So, you know what? So I, I was, I was a notary, right? I was a notary like, like over a year. So I was doing closings myself Okay. And, and I was doing like one or two closings a week and I started doing like one closing a day and the money, like I would make in one day, it, it took me a whole week to make, right. Um, yeah. as an EMT, as a, as an overnight campus officer, um, I went to this one closer's house. So he is the CFO of Brigham's and women's hospital. And the man's a millionaire, right. I went to his closing. I went to, he lived in, in um, Beacon Hill uh, in Boston. I went there, beautiful house, marbles everywhere. And he had this book in his house. And the book was um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And I was reading the book too. And I went to his home. The, he was so nice to me. And he had he had two golden retrievers. And he one was laying down. And I was talking to him and he's like, oh yeah, like my golden retriever just um, finished chemotherapy. And I was like, huh, there's chemotherapy for dogs, for animals. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like he's going to recover. He's going to be all set. And I just stood there and I was just like, wait, there's medical treatments for dogs with cancer, with dogs get cancer. I knew there was no treatments for my mother who had cancer. We just, we couldn't afford it, you know? And so it hit me and, 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 you know, he was talking about how like his dog is going to be okay. And it really made me sad. I was like, wow, this man is rich. He had, he had, he had resources, you know, you know, maybe if she had these resources, maybe she would still be alive to this day. And I realized that, like, not everyone lived like me. You know, like, not everyone lived in Newark, in Arrington. Not everyone is, you know, is, is struggling, right? And, yeah. and as a notary, I went to so many different homes. I did a lot of closings for so many different types of people. And I just realized that 
wow, I could live like this too if I work hard and 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 if you know better, you do better, right? Yes. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know any better. I grew up in Irvington. Well, I was born in Haiti. I came to America. I grew up in Newark. I grew up in Irvington. And, you know, I did not see certain lifestyles. I, I did not go into homes that had marble floors and, and whose who's, who animals had, you know, chemotherapy. It, it's a, right. It was like, whoa. And then uh, I said, oh, you're reading this book by Robert Kiyosaki. He said, yep, like, it's a great book. He says, I read that book when I was younger. He's, he's like, my father made me read that book. So I'm like, I probably should go back and read it. So I read the book. I read the book once. I listened to the audio and I read it again. And when I tell you it opened up my mind, it basically said, once you know the difference between assets and liabilities, how the rich think and how the poor thinks, you will change the way you think. And I felt yeah. like that book to me opened like my mind up to I was I was sleep. Like, yeah. I was sleepwalking, you know. I was I was twenty nine and I was sleepwalking. And I read the book and the book it's it's pretty basic it, it just tells you about like uh you know like how to manage your money and how the poor and the middle class things and how the rich things you know and i was just like wow it's in the book you know yeah uh, and i just kept reading it over and over again and he there was there's a there's a chapter in the book and it said the the biggest the author said something in regards to taxes right the average, the average person, their biggest liability, their biggest, their, their biggest expense are taxes, right? Uh, but if you open a business, you know, you could, you could work, you know, like work around it. Well, you don't yeah. you could work with it, right? And so yes. I didn't know all these things. I'm like, taxes? What the heck is that? No one taught me about taxes in high school, right? right. Uh, uh, at high school, you know, in middle school, like my friends, you know, like they have, they have, they have babies, right? And we, yeah. we had a daycare in our, in our school. And um, I thought that was normal, right? I, I thought, you know, everyone finished high school and some go to college, some did it. And then you have kids and then that, that's it, right? But it yeah. wasn't until I, I, I became a notary and I went to, I saw so many people's finances and I saw how the rich lived and I saw how the middle class lived. And I, and we, I was, I, I also did, um, debt solutions and I saw how the poor lived, you know, and I think that once, once you stop, I think once you stop and you say, I want something different in my life. And you actually do it, like you say something, you know, yeah. I want to quit my job, right? right. And then you write yeah. it down, I'm going to quit my job. And you say, how am I going to quit my job? What I'm going to do to quit my job? And then you do it. And then people are going to think you're crazy, like you're back. It's crazy, right? <laughs> You and then you just say, okay, I'm going to take one step at a time. Even though it's scary, I'm going to do it and just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. And and I find myself just doing things, not even thinking about them, because I feel like when I think about huge decisions in my life, I talk myself out of it. 
because I'm yeah. scared, right? Because I wanted to quit my job a long time ago, but I'm just like, hmm, if I quit my job, um, um, you may not get another job, right? Or you may lose your benefits. Uh, right. All these doubts come into play. Every single time in my life, in my company, I made a big decision, I just do it. I don't allow myself to think about it twice because I always talk myself out of it. I love that because in, in too many times we get paralyzed by over analyzing and, and we think we're making a business decision and we're doing analysis, but we're really trying to avoid something in that process. And I love the advice of, you know, go in, make a decision. Guess what? If you made the wrong decision next week, the week after you'll, you'll fix it. <laughs> in my life, I always say two things. Everything in my life is two things. It's either if it went great, it's a blessing. If it, if it went horribly bad, it's a lesson, right? Yeah. I, I go out with someone and I had a bad relationship. Oh, dodge that bullet. It was a lesson, right? Um, <laughs> you know, if I, you know, if I quit my job and I have my own company and I have people who, who, who works with me, that was a blessing, you know, right. every single thing that happened in my life, that's horrible. I'm like, it's a lesson. It's a lesson. Don't do it again. If you do do it again, yeah. do it this way, you know? And so yeah. that's what I try to tell myself all the time to, to stop thinking that I'm crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, I love it. So, so you're, here you are, you're, how, give me, give me the uh, time again. You're, Two years in the company is, or just oh, over a year? Three is a little baby. We are one years old. And okay, one year. We, so I've been doing notary for like, give, give or take like three years, but I've, yeah. I've only uh, opened Jeannie Notary uh, for a year now. I always tell right. people, I've, I feel like Jeannie Notary is kind of like finding Nemo, it's like a little baby fish with like a little <laughs> fin, like swimming around and stuff, you know? Uh, <laughs> and we are, and we are trying and we are chugging along. So. Yeah, so a year into it, and and by the way, you started a company in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, insane. You know what, Pete? I was I was at the NBA Florida last year. I was at the NBA Florida conference, and I believe it was a guy. I think his name is um, Hadid. Um, he was speaking at this conference, and he says every time. He said every time. There's a problem. There's money to be made. Yes. You know, every single time something's gone wrong, whoever finds a solution is making money off of it, right? And yeah. so COVID was horrible. COVID was horrible for this country. A lot of people died. You know, it's really sad. However, you know, law offices did not want to stay open past 501, you know? Yeah. Or people did not want to travel to meet people. Right. Um, um, and and there were people like myself who's like, hey, I'm going to use all the precautions in the world. However, if you need me to go and meet this client three hours away in the snow, you know, while there's COVID, I will get your loan closed. I will right. do it when there's nobody else doing it. Rain, hell, snow, Christmas, New Year's. I was out there. I was closing loans. I was that agent who was out there and, 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 and loan officers loved me, right? Yeah. I stopped. I went from being a signing agent to a signing service because I wanted to replicate Wendy LaFon around the whole country. 
I did it saying no to my clients when they needed to have a closing done right away. When, when notaries, attorneys did not show up, they're like, Wendy, can you do it? And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, my 30th birthday, I spend it at a client's home doing his closing on Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, every holiday. I was at a client's closing and they're like, thank you so much. I didn't think it was going to happen. I love that feeling when someone is like, Wendy LaFon, Jeannie Notary Inc. got it done because right. like we are the bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, yeah, this is this is so cool. A lot of our a lot of people that kind of listen to us are either thinking about kind of going off and doing their own thing or they're already do it. Doing their own thing. And and I think you hit it. It's go and do it, right? Just do, do it. Just do it. Do it I was really I was it Marcy I think she she's like the stuff like the CEO of uh, uh Empower. She was doing this and I think her name is her name is Marcy Davis. Marsha. Marsha Davis. Marsha Davis, yeah. And she did this interview with uh I believe the CEO of uh, Bank of San Francisco, T Teresa, they did this yeah. interview and Teresa said, do it afraid, right? I'm always scared that I'm doing the wrong thing, you know, um, whether it's, it's in professional life, you know, whether it's going after a client, whether it's making that investment to reinvest in your company, um, whether it's, 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 you know, you know, meeting a man in a relationship, whatever I do in my life. I'm always scared that I'm doing the wrong things, right? And so I'm like, just do it, Wendy, because you never know what's gonna happen if you just don't. And and you know, when I wake up in the morning, and every every single person in this world, right? I always think like every single person in this world is going to die one day. Yeah. If I walk out <laughs> this door and I get hit by a bus. Right, I knock on wood. I hope I I don't right, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm dead, right? Yeah. That's kind of my dead face. So if I'm dead, I can say Wendy Lafond of Genie Notary Inc. did everything she wanted to do. Right. On. I can say, you know what, you know she's not married yet and have no kids. She would. I would like to do that, Jesus, one day. But I can say that job I hated, I quit. Uh, I wanted to get my advanced degree. I did. I wanted to buy a house. I have. Um, you know, I wanted to go after this guy, and I did, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> even though it didn't work out, but every single thing in my life that I want to do, I've done. I'm doing. Even if I haven't hit every single goal yet, it's going to happen, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it when people say, but, however, but I can't. No, they, they just don't think like that. Say, I can. Yahoo, you always have other options. Oh, Yahoo, yeah. You always have other options. When I have a client who tells me no, it's what I do. I go to their competitor. Yeah. And I sell myself to them. And I got the contract, right? And so it's, <laughs> like, it's like when someone tells me no... I'm like, oh, okay. No, I can't do it this way, but I could do it a different way, right? That's right. I don't like no. I don't like no. I am so impatient. I hate no. And so I love it. I think that's good. 
I think that's something good about me, but it's also bad because I am not the most patient woman in the world. Uh, I, I, I would venture to say, based on what you just shared with us, there's a lot more positives around that mentality than than not. So yeah. look at this has been this has been awesome. This is exactly what I expected when we uh, set this up. Um, I can't think of a better way to start the year with with kind of having you share your story. And um, I'm, I'm inspired by what I've heard you talk about and what you're what you're doing. And I'm super excited to, to see you continue to grow your company and um, just congratulations on, on everything. And, and more importantly, congratulations on the mindset. You have a unique mindset and it will take you so far in, in not, not just in this industry and in, in your career, but in your life. So congratulations. Thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate it. And thank you again for joining and, and everybody. Thanks for tuning back into our FinTech Friday and Wendy, we're, we're going to have you back on because I, I could see a recurring little, uh, episode here kind of bringing some good inspiration for us i'm excited team gd notary all the way <laughs> right thanks everybody bye